I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, August 26th. Another week has flown by, and I don't know how it's been for you, uh, but I feel like we were, I feel like it was just Monday a few minutes ago, and here we are, uh, Friday, but I hope you're having a great day. It's another beautiful day. The sun is shining, and uh, to God be the glory. By the way, we got some rain last night. I wasn't expecting that, uh, but uh, what a blessing that was, and I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening today on the radio. 95.9 FM. Thank you for tuning in on our radio app and those that are listening on the podcast today, we welcome you. And then those who are watching us on Facebook and watching on YouTube, we're glad to have you. And I hope you're having a wonderful day. And we're glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We we try to go about 15 minutes. I think some days it's a little bit longer. Uh, Very rarely is it shorter, but uh, we have a good time. We try to Uh, bring you just a word from the Lord, just something that'll be a blessing and help to you from the scripture. We always have some music. We try to go over the birthdays and anniversaries, and and I don't give a lot of announcements, but I try to hit the high spots and let you know what's going on. I hope you're you're, you're thinking about it. Um, Some people love to plan ahead. My wife and I, we laugh. Our daughter Kylie is four, and she already, she, she loves to plan ahead. She loves to know, you know, uh, where are we going? What are we doing? What's the plan? What are we doing after that? Uh, what are we having for lunch? What are we having for dinner? I mean, it's unbelievable, a four-year-old. And, uh, and then sometimes for us adults, we just kind of just roll with it, you know. But uh, I hope you're looking forward to a great day Sunday. I hope you're praying for church on Sunday. There'll be a great day. Uh, be in prayer for all the services. Pray for that early service, and we call it the early service because it's earlier than the 11 o'clock. Uh, for some of you, 8.45, you've already been up for hours and hours, so it's not that early to you, but uh, that's early on the schedule, 8.45. Sunday school is at 10 o'clock. Our morning service is at 11 o'clock, and then Sunday night, 6 o'clock, uh, Brother Gary Moore will be with us. He'll be preaching. His family will be here. They'll be visiting, and I'm looking forward to a wonderful day in church. I hope you're praying for it, and uh, we're looking forward to that. By the way, we had last night... We had our first volleyball game of the season, and uh, our girls, Victory Christian Academy, the girls, they won last night, and uh, it was amazing. It went all the way to five games. Uh, Brother Nathan and I, we were talking. We were standing over in that corner at the very end. That fifth game, we were down, I think it was 13 to 10 or 12 to 9 or something. I didn't think it it was going to happen. But we came back, we, we tied it up, and we won 17-15 to 15 on that fifth game, the, the deciding game. And uh, the crowd went crazy. I mean, you would have thought it was the championship. I got to tell you this story. Um, you, I think you know. Um, I think you know this person, and I don't think he'd mind me telling it. But uh, James Pinello. He is in sixth grade, and we got some of our, a bunch, five of our girls uh, in the school, or they're sixth graders, they're on the team. And James Pinello came up to me after the game, as serious as a heart attack. He had a volleyball, and uh, he had a Sharpie. 
And he said, I think we need to have the girls sign the volleyball because of this big win. I said, well, James, I said, we didn't win the championship. We just won the first game. He's like, I know, but it was a big one. And I said, I know, James. I said, Let, let's hold off on that. But uh, he was into it, you know. And so I think all the fans were. But we had a good time. And uh, uh, thank you to many of our church members that came out. And I know most of you, it's not even possible with your schedules and everything else going on. But uh, we had a wonderful time. God's been good to us. And I thank the Lord for that opportunity for our young people and for our school and for the sports. And uh, to God be the glory there. Uh, so that was last night. Tonight we have a game at 4.30, varsity game. And uh, that'll be good. Tomorrow is our soul winning, our visitation. And uh, we've had good turnout these last several weeks, especially. And folks that are just uh, getting involved and reaching people. And uh, I thank the Lord for that. Happy birthday uh, today to Rana Graham. Happy birthday today to Mike Sewell, and then happy anniversary to Randy and Pam Lee. I hope you have a wonderful day. And then tomorrow is uh, Saturday. Happy birthday to Lexi Paxton. Happy birthday to Francis Vincent, and happy birthday to Melinda White. I hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow for your birthday. Let's be in prayer for our church. Let's pray for our school, pray for our ministries, pray for our staff, uh, pray for our country. And uh, let's pray for those who are uh, sick, those who are in the hospital, those who've lost loved ones, those who are uh, preparing for surgery, those who are recovering from surgeries. Uh, let's be in prayer for one another. Here's a great song. The Williams family, they were with us back in uh, June for our summer revival. Um, they're planning to come back for our fall revival. They won't be able to be there for both nights, but they're planning to come for Monday night with Pastor Treber, and they'll be singing. Here is a, a song, and I think this is a solo uh, by one of the girls, but what heaven means to me. And I'm thankful for heaven. And uh, one of these days, uh, heaven will not just be something we believe by faith, but heaven will be something we experience with sight and we will be there. And uh, so shall we ever be with the Lord. What a day that will be. Uh, after the song, we'll get into our Bible study, Psalm 133, but let's hear the song at this time.
Amen for that. And aren't you glad for heaven? Uh, I hope you've been thinking about heaven today and maybe if you, you, your day's been busy and you haven't had the time to really to think about it or just, you know, all the other things going on. I hope that song was a great reminder to you about heaven. Uh, Brother Nathan and I were talking, that girl that was singing there, I think she's 16 and uh, she's just a young lady, but she rears back and she sings. And I thank the Lord for young people uh, that will sing and glorify God and praise God. You know, in many churches, it's the... It's the, the middle-aged, the el elderly that are, are serving and so involved in all that. And, and by the way, we need the elderly and we need the senior citizens to stay faithful till Jesus calls you home and stay involved. We need you. Uh, but it can't just be uh, the older generation. There's got to be some young people that raise up, rise up, and uh, get plugged in and get uh, sold out for Jesus Christ. I thank the Lord for that song. I was thinking about heaven this morning. Um, I uh, was looking at some pictures and um, that, you know, on, I don't know if you have this on your phone. Uh, somehow it does this on my iPad, um, which is, uh, I, I guess it's the same on, on an iPhone, I guess. But I always see on my iPad and uh, there'll be a picture that'll pop up. It'll be a memory and it's not, it's, it's random. Like it's not on the exact date, you know, however many years ago, but there was a picture that popped up and uh, this would have been probably 10 years ago, uh, maybe more, maybe uh, 11 or 12, but uh, I was with my mom and dad. I think it was when they were visiting us out in California when my wife and I lived there. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking about heaven and just thinking about my dad. What a, what a glad reunion day. And uh, I'm thankful that uh, we have in our church, we've got a lot of wonderful folks that we have known down here. And uh, they've already crossed over. And one of these days, it's going to be a wonderful reunion. And don't ever lose sight of heaven. You say, well, you know, I don't want to be... Here's a quote. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard this before. Uh, don't be so heavenly minded that you are of no earthly good. And, and I think that's... I understand what, what your people are trying to say with that. But I've not met too many people that were too heavenly minded. Uh, I've met a lot of people that are way too earthly minded. They're too focused on down here. Uh, but get your eyes. The Bible says, set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Get your eyes on heaven. Get your eyes on Jesus. And, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His, in the light of Christ's glory and His grace. Psalm 133, notice with me if you would, verse number one, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Uh, it is good. We saw that yesterday. It is good. It is pleasant. Uh, it is lovely. It is beautiful uh, for brethren to dwell together in unity. Let's talk about brethren. Well, brethren uh, indicates that there is a relationship we're not just talking about uh, family members, but we're talking about the family of God. Uh, we're talking about brethren. Uh, we're talking about God's family. We're talking about God's people. And we, as the children of God, we, as the family of God, we ought to get along. The Bible says, let brotherly love continue. Here in Psalm 133, verse 1, uh, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The word dwell, it means to sit down. It means to abide. It means to stay. It means to, to remain. you got to be together. 
uh, we've got to be together as we worship God. We've got to be together as we serve God, as we pray, as we uh, uh, deal with issues, as we bear one another's burdens. We've got to be together. I'm very excited about Sunday morning. I'm preaching from the book of Nehemiah chapter 3 and 4. And it talks about how, yes, Nehemiah, he had the vision. Nehemiah led the way. Nehemiah led the charge. But God's people, they worked together. We must work together. Uh, if we don't work together, we are going to be fighting with each other. We're going to destroy ourselves. We need to work together. A church is not a group of individuals acting independently, uh, but church is a group of people that are working together. In sports, we used to often say that it is teamwork that makes the dream work. Uh, the acrostic for team, together, everyone accomplishes more. And that is so true. Uh, if you've ever seen a, a sports team, uh, I, I, I think of basketball. That was the sport that I probably played the most and I probably was the most into. But it's, it's so beautiful when you see a team and they're passing and they're setting screens and they're moving and they're rotating and they're, they're, they're shifting and they're getting into position and, and, it, and it opens things up. If you've ever seen a basketball team where they, had, they were very good at passing, uh, they could pass the ball and get it around. And next thing you know, there's somebody wide open under the basket. And that, it's an easy basket. It's an easy layup. On the flip side, if you've ever seen a team where they didn't know how to pass and you got one player, we used to call him the ball hog. I don't know if that's still the term, but we call him the ball hog. And uh, that one player, he'd try to do it all himself. And he had a couple defenders on him. He had a terrible look at the basket and he, he couldn't make it. And that, that uh, defense worked together as a team. But that offense didn't work together. It was an individual. We need to have teamwork. Verse number two, the Bible says this, uh, it is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. Verse three, uh, as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. Can I tell you something? It is so sweet. It is so precious when God's people get along. It says in verse 2, it is like the precious ointment or the precious oil. In the Bible, oil represents the Holy Spirit. Oil represents the gladness that comes from the Holy Spirit, the joy of the peace, the power that comes from the Holy Spirit. The priests and the kings were anointed with that oil, uh, signifying the Spirit of God that would, was supposed to be upon them and that should be upon them. Exodus 29, 7, the Bible says that that oil was not just sprinkled, but it was literally poured on his head so that oil would run down. Like it says in verse 2, it was on the head, it ran down upon the beard, then it went down to the skirts or to the edges of his garments. It is a wonderful thing when you have unity because it's like the oil, it's like the presence of God that is poured out from head to foot. Can I tell you, that ought to be the way we live in the presence and in the power of the Holy Spirit of God. And where the Spirit of God is, let me tell you, there's going to be some peace. There's going to be some unity. There's going to be some wonderful things that happen when we follow the principle in verse 1. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Verse 2, it's like the precious ointment. 
David says, you know, it's like when, when Aaron, the high priest, was anointed with that oil, and that oil started his head, came down his beard, down his garment, all the way to the end. And can I tell you, we ought to have the Spirit and the presence of God all over us from head to foot, from top to bottom, inside and out. We ought to be filled and controlled with the Holy Spirit of God. I hope that helps you today. I've got a lot more I want to say. I was hoping to finish today, but next week I want to talk to you about the dew. Verse number three. Uh, what an amazing analogy this is about the dew and how that relates to the Spirit of God and the peace of God. I hope you have a great day. We're looking forward to a great day on Sunday for church. Thanks for joining us. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.